that's what I define flow. That's something that you can train, right? It's not only a style, like it's not you are flowy, you move good. No, no, no. If you start to train the basics, the proper technique of every single move, every single jump, every single flip, then you start to add a nice style to, to every one of them. Then everything comes together and makes a nice style. And that comes from the technique of the flow, you know? That's how I see it, kind of. <laughs> Hi, Luis here. Today on Swapping Shoes, we have the one and only Pedro Leon Gomez, known in the streets as Fosky. The Galician Urban Project legend is one of the biggest influences in parkour we have yet witnessed. His unique and magical flow inspires us and our community for almost two decades. We talked about teaching online, flow, his tragic injury, and a lot more. Brace yourselves for a very special talk. This is Swapping Shoes with Fosky. Hello, hello Fosky, welcome to Swapping Shoes, bro. Hello, hello. Good to see you, man. I, I was missing you already. <laughs> yes, I miss you very much. It's been a very, very long time. Yeah. You remember that, like, like we were meeting every year at least twice. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, in every band, in every competition, in every, everywhere. <laughs> so cool. And now we don't see each other for maybe four years? Yeah, it's been, it's been crazy, a lot of time. A lot, a lot has been going on, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Life, and now we're both adults. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have some beer. <laughs> so yes, yes. I, I try to grow a little bit, but I can't. Can you see? <laughs> I have like yeah, a yeah. pubic hair, pubic hair on my face. <laughs> it's not a fine. beard. That's fine. That's cool. <laughs> it, it will come. It will come. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm patient, I'm patient. To start <laughs> things off, I would like to ask a question that I think no one ever asked you before. Okay. <laughs> what shoes are you wearing? Sorry for interrupting, but last week in the end of the episode, I left this note, uh, personal, individual, subjective, it was just my opinion about the involvement of uh, FIG and the local parkour federations. And I feel like it left a little bit of an impression that the Swiss Parkour Association is very connected with the Gymnastics Federation. But as a matter of fact, um, they are above them in the sports and governmental bodies in, in Switzerland regarding to parkour. The Swiss Parkour Association is a sovereign parkour federation organization and they are doing a great job for us in the community so yeah thanks guys let's get back to it Ooh. not right now my slippers don't don't count now <laughs> okay no no um, what are your slippers you can show <laughs> these are fila slippers i don't know if you can ah, see <laughs> Just fashionable like fashionable actually cheap <laughs> they were so yeah <laughs> no no the thing is uh for training so i was wearing mostly before my injury okay i was wearing k-swiss most of the time 
K-Swiss, S S I eighteen Runnel, you know those mm. classic ones. Yeah, mm. you you can't Beautiful find shoes. them nowhere now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. amazing. Oof, I love them too much. Yeah, and now Bef before before that, right now actually, okay. So after the injury, I didn't have shoes like proper shoes to train because my K-Swiss got, you know when some time pass by you don't use your shoes in parkour and they get like so slippery like this mm. it, it don't, they don't grip anymore you know it's some so, plastic there's some plastic yeah right? yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so weird like plastic <laughs> yeah. yeah so you know i was lazy instead of trying to fix it i just you know i just just had some um nike air force <laughs> no not air force mm. sorry air max and I started to train in those because that's the that that were the one that that I had. So I just tried. I started to train in those, and yeah, until now, now they are pretty broken. So I have to think about buying new shoes. But I don't know what to buy. So you're training with Air Max. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I know that's oh, weird, but swaggy. Yeah, <laughs> swaggy. Yeah. <laughs> At least you have more style than most of the parkour people training with. Uh... Uh, the Reebok classic jogger and I like them too. <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah I yeah. like them too they are right yeah I, yeah yeah I, I've tried that I, I've tried those yeah the, the Reebok classic but yeah I think I, I like more the cases I love the cases but they are also hard to find right now so I have to decide which shoes to buy you know we'll we'll see we'll see <laughs> I have I have a I have a um, suggestion for you maybe it will work who showed me okay. this was a Samuel, Samuel Ultima, you know, Samuel, legend. Mm, yeah. Um, he showed me this app. Oh, I don't have it downloaded. So I'm going to just put on App Store and I'm going to show it to you. Uh -huh. And on this app, I also found uh, ASICs add-on that were like, it was gone forever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that you probably will find the... Um, the the K Swiss is this one you probably know it Vinted. Oh yeah, Vinted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, cool, cool. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. You, I'm quite sure you would find uh, the the K Swiss there. Cool, nice. Because yeah. uh, yesterday my girlfriend sent me a photo that she just um, stumbled across Asics Aaron, another one. But I already have two so pairs, cool. so I don't think I'm gonna buy another <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so maybe we can try there. Nice. Anyway, where where are you now? I'm in Italy. <laughs> nice. You're really living there. Uh huh. I'm I'm living in Italy. I'm coaching there. Uh, here in 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 two gyms. So yeah, mm -hmm. I'm staying here. My girlfriend is from here. So you know, after all the trips and everything, I was coming here during during the events and everything. After the events, I was coming to Italy, staying here, seeing her. So now I'm just kind of fixed here. Yeah. Nice. So you're a full time coach now. Uh, yeah, most, I mean, not, not like full time, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing now beside other things with parkour mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, I was, I was going to give the, ask you this later, but how is it going to coach online? Because I've seen you've been pretty busy with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I think it's a nice idea and you know, uh, after COVID happened and everything uh, with that situation, obviously everything started to go online, you know, smart working, all those stuff. So I thought, why not? You know, like, why not try parkour online? That would be cool. 
So I started the, that business kind of thing. And yeah, it's, it's, it's much, it's so much fun. I, I enjoy like giving personal feedback to, to the athletes and trying to make them become, become better, better athletes and start understand things and not even in person, you know, like you still feel the connection with them and it's, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Nice. It's cool. And do you see results, uh, in them? Like with the things that you, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Actually, like obviously when they come, usually they have maybe one style, you know, and they have the, their techniques. And I start explaining my techniques and the way I see parkour and the way I see the training, how you, not like how you should train, but the way I see it and the way that I saw that works mostly, right? And I explain mm -hmm. that, my point of view, then I tell them, you can decide obviously how to train or what to do or whatever. But then like, man, they start to apply those techniques and their style, not the style, but the technique changes and the style develops itself in every mm -hmm. athlete, you know? And it's very, very cool to see that. Yeah. Nice. So they are not actually like expect that when they talk to you, they want to learn uh, your style or they are like you are trying them to find their own style. Oh, yeah. I, I try them to find their own style for sure. Because, yeah, many, I mean, uh, maybe many of them come to me because they they want to train like me, kind of, you know, mm -hmm. but actually they start to see in their videos and w with what I explain to them that they can, you know, put together some movements that I wouldn't do. And anyways, that creates a style that, that is very cool in them, for them, and that works for them. And they start, they start to change a little bit the style with their own, you know, uh, point of view and, and all the things. So it's, it's, it's very nice. But I don't force anyone, obviously, to have my style. I, what I tell them is like, okay, this is the way I do the techniques for certain moves, certain connections, certain flips, and then you can apply them to your style, you know, and then create something beautiful on your own. You, you know, the, the thing I say the most is like, uh, if you train your style, People can see that. I mean, if you try to force any other style that is not, not yours, people can realize that from the outside, you know? Yes, and yes. and you will see the movement is more dirty, it's more forced, you get tired to the moves, you you, you know, you get stuck. That's not your style and, and it's so easy to see. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah it's very cool. It's uh, because you're, you're very natural in your own style. We're going to get into that, but I was, you, you're telling this and uh, I had this memory that also again bringing Samuel Ultima uh, because mm -hmm. he was there we were in Hamburg um, and yeah. it was me you uh, Salgado and Samuel and we went training yeah. outside and we found this typical spot like a ramp you know for a handicapped people and oh yeah uh, me and Samuel and Salgado we were like plyo strides big jumps <laughs> And like, yeah, yeah, we're such big guys, strong lads. <laughs> <laughs> and then you came and you were like, oh, of course you guys are doing this. <laughs> and you just did like three votes in a row. And it was the most beautiful thing that happened in that hour, really. And, it, and it's so crazy because we, we parkour people, we always see like the big jumps, like always try to do that. And your style is much more basic on the very simple things 
becoming yeah. very very beautiful can you tell me yeah. a little bit about it about yeah this type of you, you're not a guy who does big jumps you do you can but yeah you're a master of the small things that they become fucking amazing how did this come to be why so i guess you know from the beginning like when i learned about parkour and everything what i learned was okay parkour is going from a to b you know in a in an efficient way or whatever you know all, all these definitions change in time and you know everyone has different point of points of view but it's like okay so how do you go efficiently and also then free running came obviously and beautifully you know in that way in that path from a to b or even from a to b to c or even from a to same a mm -hmm. you know you know what i mean yeah. coming back together Whatever it is, you know, how do you go from there? So it's it's not about the jumps, it's how you link the things to get there, right? So I started to train that because that's what I liked. You know, there was no impact. There was just movement, movement, movement. It was an easy way to, to warm up as well, you know? Mm -hmm. So going back to the basics, basic moves, how can I do the most the 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 most number of moves in in a small area right so if i have many obstacles many walls many rails why shouldn't i use them like if i start here why don't i use this wall and also that wall and also that wall but i don't run in between you know i don't go from here to there running no 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 i can link everything and be one just with the environment you know mm -hmm. be one with the obstacles come together and make a nice clean thing without impacts with the same constant constant speed and you know finishing up a line with nice things <laughs> so i guess yeah. that's that was how <laughs> yeah cool and uh so that's uh you kind of described to me a little bit of what flow can be and you are one of the masters of flow how would you define flow oh <laughs> so yeah that's the thing flow uh, mo most people see it as a style, right? So you, you have the style of flow or whatever. You, you have a style with flow. Actually, it's not a style for me. It's a technique. So that's something you can train. Because if you start to, as I said, to understand how to link the moves, but also like thinking, okay, if I'm going to do this move or I'm going to do this flip or I'm going to do this jump, how I get there? How do I get there? I need this leg right here. I need this hand right here. You know, everything is every small detail counts. So I plan usually, obviously, I always say you have to know how to improvise in parkour. That's very, very important. And, and that's the coolest thing ever. You just start running and do things, improvise and everything comes together. Okay, that's fine. But also it comes natural to you to think of a run from the beginning and have everything linked no no empty spaces in between you know mm -hmm. you start to connect all the dots all the points all the all the moves all the steps you do all the where do you place your hand it changes everything so my mm -hmm. style goes from the first move to the last move everything needs to be on the perfect spot if i fail the first one if i move my hand or my leg a little bit farther away okay everything is going to change for the for the run 
So that's something I, I got interested in and that's what I define flow. That's something that you can train, right? It's not only a style, like it's not you are flowy, you move good. No, no, no. If you start to train the basics, the proper technique of every single move, every single jump, every single flip, then you start to add, um, you know, um, a nice style to, to every one of them. Then everything comes together and makes a nice style. And that comes from the technique of the flow, you know? That's how I see it, kind of. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's nice. It's nice also because um, you are very, like, good in this line movement on connecting things, this perfection of uh, using the momentum and energy of one movement to the other one. But the only mm -hmm. way that you can actually do it is by being very good at the one single movement. And I yeah. remember also, it's like you, I, I have so many things that you told me that I still think when I go training every day, <laughs> like uh, you taught me how to do reverses correctly, like uh, to, uh, the, how to land and how to direct yourself and how to use energy, like how to push Uh, push in and push out after you go yeah um and it it feels like people don't really train so much that anymore right like just exactly the base just the votes just go to a spot and train uh lazies and, and exactly races. exactly it's not the same thing for example when people train a reverse ball right for example they start the reverse ball and then they repeat the reverse ball And that's okay. And then you can train the technique of that reverse fold. But it's never going to be the same if you have a wall after that and you have to do something after that. So you can train as many times the reverse fold in, in, in just a wall, as many times as you want, as many different uh, techniques of that same reverse. But it's not going to be the same. Never. If you have another wall in front of you and you need to link it. So you need to actually do both movements to actually train the reverse, okay? Yeah. And then if you need to do a jump after the reverse, it's the same thing. You, you have not to only train the reverse vault, but also the jump after that. And that's yeah. how you start linking the things, how you start to understand, okay, I need to push more here in this situation and less here in that other situation, you know? Everything changes. Everything depends on the on the situation, on the angles of the obstacle, on the height of the obstacle, on the distance of the length, wherever. So that's why, you know, I've been training like this forever. So every time I do a reverse ball, I just don't only do one. I train it in every different kind of situation so I can apply it. And that's yeah. I think that's the difference. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Um, one question: How how did you get into parkour? You you because you're very good in tricking too, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I try. <laughs> uh, but how did you get into parkour? How did you start? How did it like? Oh fuck! I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you know, the history is is always a classic one, but like. Um, I was just the, the, the classic kid on the school, just jumping around, you know, the walls or whatever, doing just crazy stuff, like every single kid. And then 
uh, I was, uh, you know, th there was this girl in the school who told me, uh, you know what parkour is? And I was like, uh, no, I don't know what that, what that is. Yeah, it's similar to what you do. You, you try to jump, you try to flip sometimes, you try to do crazy things, handstands, whatever. And there is my cousin who does parkour and they are on the beach. You should go and meet them. Okay, I, I will go. So I went there once. I saw them. I saw actually a friend of, of her cousin. And he was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I can teach you parkour. Okay, I will teach you. So parkour, you can do this move, this move. This is a Kong. This is the lazy, whatever, the basic moves, you know. Mm -hmm. This is a jump, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I spent the day like that. And then at the end, at the very end of the day, he sit with me and told me, okay, so this is parkour and this is what's behind. And he started to tell me about the history of parkour, how David Bell became, uh, what he is, uh, how parkour started. So you try to overcome yourself, all the values behind it. You don't compete with the people ar ar around you. You try to help the people. There's the motto, you know, the motto behind parkour. Etre fort pour être utile, whatever in French, you know, like all the things we obviously know, and then that stuck with me, you know, like you 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 become um, stronger, you become stronger physically and mentally to help other people to be like that, and you know to stay happier or whatever. As just as you, as you overcome the obstacle on your way when you train, right? Mm -hmm. So that that really stuck with me, and ever since then I started. I, I didn't stop <laughs> until now. And when was that? Well, that was like two thousand five. <laughs> so it's like when I was twelve. Mm -hmm. I was around twelve. It's now almost eighteen years that I I've been <laughs> training. So yeah. <laughs> You 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 are you are one addicted motherfucker to parkour. Oh, yeah yeah yeah. I'm still are. <laughs> you love it uh, too think, much, right? Yeah, I think I think we all have to be a little bit crazy, you know, a little bit off to be, to you know, to to like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I somehow I feel like it's just nature in a way. I don't, yeah, I don't feel. I don't feel like it's just, it's like a sport only like people go go learning uh horse riding or yeah. or uh fencing. I feel like <laughs> it's it's more is it's very natural and they take it away from us exactly. instead of we getting to it, you know? The we exactly. we all do it when we're kids and then we're growing up and you if you do it you're lame you get hurt and your parents are like you should not be walking on the walls and exactly. it's cliche to say this but in a way if if we would live in a world that parents are encouraging their kids to keep walking on the wall or if you your ball fall on the other side yes climb the wall and get it there you know yeah then <laughs> I think everyone yeah, will do it it's yeah, exactly. We will be stronger. We will be more self-efficient, you know, because there are things that we can do to help out that situation, you know, and that applies to life after that. So, yeah, yeah, that's how I think. I mean, that's that's how it should be. Or that that's how it could be, you know. Yeah. But unfortunately, is that is that the thing that <laughs> is that the thing that you learned the most from parkour? Like the biggest lesson you learned from parkour? What is it? Like the thing that you're very thankful for, for your 18 years of parkour, if there is something like you can choose. Like, mm, uh, yeah, I guess, I, I guess. Strong. 
Yeah, I mean, but not strong, like physically, you know, like just not strong in the sense of just more like mentally. So you can overcome everything you, you, you put your work to, you know. So that's something parkour taught me. Like when you have a, a big obstacle or wherever that you can overcome, but you are not getting there, there is always going to be a time if you train properly that you're going to go there. And once it's going to be so easy for you. Right. So it's the same with in, in life. Obviously, you have so many obstacles that you have to overcome and it's, it's getting difficult and tough. But if you are strong and, and, and you are constant and you keep going and going and going and you put the work and the effort mentally and physically, obviously, sometimes you're going to get there. You're going to get everything you want if if you apply to it, you know. So, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so now that we're there on this topic, getting to it a little bit, there was like a little bit of a hiatus, like a moment that you, Foskey, were, was uh, a little bit out of the, the spotlight because you were always present, going to the jams, posting videos, and you had uh, work with Etri Ford, so you were doing really cool videos. But then you had an injury, right? How was this uh, process of getting better? Like what... Uh, how like how how do you how can, yeah. can can you talk a little bit about this experience that you had i was never never expecting that from you because you are you are like I, i'm gonna be sucking you up all day long because like you're my fucking idol but uh, <laughs> for for me you were always this kind of undestructible very strong man built for it how was this um experience Thank you. Thank you, man. Uh, but yeah, actually, to your point, nobody's indestructible, undis as you can see. So that that's something important to think about, because sometimes uh, ego goes into your head, you know, like, so I see so many athletes, you know, that they, they are on the scene now and maybe they, they try, you know, to be better than other people and they think they are the best in that moment or whatever. Obviously, there's going to be always better. Uh, there's going to be someone always better than you and you are not, you know, the top of the game, man. Never, ever. But in any in any kind of... You shouldn't uh, feel like that at any, at any point of your life. You should be helping others to, to get to that point, actually. Uh, and yes, so... Uh, that also kind of helped me because I, I think personally, I think I never was like that, you know, trying to be the best or whatever like that. So as soon as I got injured, I didn't treat it like, no, 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 I can't be injured. No, this cannot be, you know, like something like that. Uh, I was, I was the top, you know, I was on the top and now I'm, I'm very frustrated because I'm not right there anymore, you know? So it's like, okay, so as as soon as we started parkour you know since the beginning and we actually started to understand what we were doing we assumed that we had this risk okay so we were uh, this risk was present okay i can get injured everything can happen you know like anything can happen so that's the risk we assume when when we actually do parkour and even more for living you know professionally so that's a very big risk. Um, so as soon as I got injured, I was like, okay, uh, fuck, this is, this is very bad. This looks like 
you know, I broke the leg. I knew that the moment that, that I, that that happened for those who don't know, I, I was doing a side flip in a competition, a double leg from, from a high wall. I landed. I've done that many times before. No problem. Even higher than that. No problem. But that time, you know, one of a thousand times you're going to fail. And that's the risk. You know, it's nothing. There's nothing about your, your health, even if you are the strongest in that moment, you know, anything can happen. You had a bad day, you slept uh, not properly, uh, your food, you know, you ate uh, something, you know, you're not strong in that precise moment and you're going to fail. And that happens and it's inevitable, inevitable, 100%. So yeah, that happened. I was like, okay, uh, no, no, this is bad. This is very bad. But, um, you know, that's the risk we assume. So I just have to overcome this one as well. That's, that's the thing. Okay. So I had my first injury. I started to work out and, you know, it was bad, but at the same time, I already assumed that it's going to be a long time of recovery. It's not going to be straight from the moment, you know, like I start to train or whatever. No, no, no. It's going to be long. It's going to take a lot of time. I didn't know how long, obviously. But, uh, you know, uh, for what I broke, I, I kind of broke everything on the leg, <laughs> but the bones. So like all the ligaments, uh, broken or really stretched, uh, the patellar tendon, which is not an useful thing, you know, like that was the hardest thing, the patellar tendon, actually the ACL, <laughs> which is usually the worst. That was the minor thing kind of. So you can imagine meniscus both. So it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so even for just for the ACL, they, people were telling me, I didn't know anything about it, but people t were telling me, okay, the recovery usually is six to eight months, maybe a year, depending on the person, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow, wow. Okay. So this is going to be long. I don't know how, how long, but this is going to be long. Okay. I have everything <laughs> broken. So I got the first surgery that didn't go well. And actually, in summary, I ended up with four surgeries, four surgeries in the since 2019 to 2020 when when COVID came. That was the last one. And yeah, every time it was worse. It was worse, man, because the, after the first injury, I started to do rehab and everything was good. But the tendon, oh, let's okay. There were some complications. The tendon was longer, whatever, and I had to do another one. So starting from zero again, rehab all the way, trying to get better and better and better, and then again another surgery, and then again, you know. So oh. there was a time, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was very hard, but uh, yeah, there was a time where I I stopped kind of uh, trying to get strong because I knew there was. Uh, there was to be another surgery probably you know like four surgeries they didn't go well my legs is still not not good even until this point I was I, I'm still kind of looking for a surgeon because I need another one and probably another one like it's it's crazy but yeah that's the thing and but like what you have to assume is like okay when something happens you have to adapt just as we adapt in parkour you know you don't go to the spot and try to force your moves. Even if some people do this, you are not going to a spot and try to force your moves. You should adapt to the obstacles you have and adapt your moves to the obstacles. The obstacles are not going to change for you, you know? 
So mm-hmm. it's the same in life. It's the same thing in life. Life could change, obviously, but if that situation is just like that, the situation is not going to change unless you adapt to it, you know? Yeah. So that that's how, that's my process of thinking about it, you know, like, and until this point, I tried to adapt to this kind of new life, you know, but still with the same concepts, values, and things that I have done in the past. So that's why you see me here still in parkour, trying to train again, you know, trying to get back to normal, not normal because it's just, just a different normal, you know, mm-hmm. but that's, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's just another way of life. You grow, you obviously, you're going to change. Many people just stop doing parkour and that's totally fine. Right. Mm-hmm. You see athletes who uh, cannot live from, uh, live out from parkour. And that's, that's the easiest way. It's very hard to live out from parkour. So the easiest way is to change sport or change uh, maybe job or whatever. And that's totally fine, you know? Some, uh, some other athletes got so frustrated. Just they get so frustrated because they, they cannot live out for parkour, uh, from parkour or, you know, get to a point where they are very good or whatever. And they get frustrated. No, man, maybe that's not the life you should live, you should be living, right? Parkour taught you something. So just apply everything you learn to your life, right? So, yeah, that's kind of my point of view, my, the history of that. So story, yeah. Fucking legend. Motherfucker. (laughs) The answer is so good. You know, you know, like you're telling me this and I'm thinking like the reason why this motherfucker was so good his whole life <laughs> in parkour is the same reason that he is the one who is capable of have a horrible injury like that and be training you yeah, know exactly. it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's a, this strength that you have yeah. in your soul this like this passion this resilience this power to not understand yeah this is this is like and it's something you can work on right it's not like exactly you're born with that. You can work on it. You just have to look exactly. inside, I guess. Yeah. yeah but I appreciate and, and, you very, very much. Yes. Yeah. And sorry. <laughs> and, and you just have to also realize uh, you can work on it, especially if you like what you do. So you don't have to force it, uh, as we were saying, right? If you feel like parkour is not giving you anything, I, I mean, financially or whatever, if, if you need to look for a job, I'm thinking about, right? like professional athletes or something because probably many people who listen to this podcast want to work with parkour or do some stuff like that right so yeah um it's not like you have to force it you can change or you can adapt whatever you are good at to make it your you know your kind of life your new life let's say your job or whatever you know so you don't have to force like Many people think, oh, to live out from parkour, I need to be very good. I need to be like, uh, I need to jump so high, so, so, so far. I need to do so good moves. I need to do doubles, triples, you know, twists, whatever. No, no, no. I know many athletes who, you know, are just average, like normal kind of parkour guy. And they live out from parkour because they know how to actually do other things related with parkour. It's not about being a professional athlete. Like you don't have to jump. There, there are so many ways you can coach, you can organize things, events, you can, you know, like there, there are many things to do. 
Yes, so. adapt, adapt. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna ask you questions, and you have to answer me as fast as possible. Okay. Ooh, okay. I try. I'll try to don't be <laughs> extended too much. <laughs> okay. So what is playing on your Spotify right now? If you uh, chill beats, um, some twenty twenty two something like that. <laughs> 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 if you could choose any skill to completely dominate second nature you are the best in the world what would it be it can be like a sport or music or in parkour anything what would it be the best skill oh, you would be you would have solve things <laughs> so solve things ah. imagine to solve things like you can solve anything you want Nice, then nice, you're, nice. You're good, you're good. <laughs> yeah, that's good, that's a good skill, very good skill. Um, is there a difference between the lazy and the thief vault? Uh, yeah. What is it? It depends on the country. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So, what I mean is like lazy. Okay, I, I do the lazy one way, you know, I, I key with the outside leg and whatever. I put both hands after that. But then, uh, you know, in, a, in every country, the name changes, mm-hmm. right? So for me, the lazy is El Ladron. <laughs> yeah. So, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's yeah, thief. so I, <laughs> I learned, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I learned the thief, okay, two hands and then like, a Kong sideways and you lie down and put the hands behind. But in other places, just the thief is another thing and the lazy is just kind of a different thing. You put the foot on the, on the top, whatever. So, yeah, yeah so, yeah, so it depends. Okay. <laughs> Context. Yeah. All right. So you have to choose, you have to make a commercial. It's either beer or cigarette. Which one would you rather do using parkour? Oh, beer. Beer. I, I <laughs> no, but there is a reason also. I I have never smoked anything in my life. <laughs> nice, good, good for you, good for you. So yeah, for how much money would you compete in a fig competition? <laughs> I mean, I already did, so it depends how much they offer me. But I think the <laughs> I think the price should be bigger now. You know, I had a severe injury <laughs> just in a free competition, so, you know. <laughs> they don't pay anymore. They don't, they don't even pay the flights in the hotel anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone has to pay their own. Parkour competitions are, are cooler, maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right, and now... I mean, parkour world competition, yeah. So, it's a tic-tac. I'm going to give you two options and you pick one of them. But you know how tic-tac is. If you take too long, on the wall, your foot slips. So yeah. don't sleep. Yeah. Choose one of them, the one you prefer the best. So Kong or reverse? Reverse. Backflip or front flip? Backflip. Italy or Spain? <laughs> ah. Italy the food? Spain is Spain, man. <laughs> Pizza or pasta? Pasta. You can do so many recipes with pasta. David Bell or Sebastian Fulcan? 
Ah, ah, David Bell. Yeah, it's a legend, man. Both are, both are. But <laughs> parkour or free running? It's the same thing. Ah. <laughs> but free running, free running. I mean, the spirit is the one of parkour, but I want to do flips and don't bother anyone. So <laughs> you're always a parkour guy, man. You always, even yeah, when you, yeah. when even when you do the so-called free running, you're a parkour guy. I can see this. In That's you. what I mean. That's what I mean. Exactly. Competing <laughs> or performing? Uh, it depends. Okay. So quick answer, I guess. Uh, actually competing but in speed okay yeah <laughs> gymnastics or martial arts uh martial arts daniel labaka or oleg vorslav daniel labaka <laughs> <laughs> sorry oleg sorry sebastian <laughs> <laughs> you just lost two friends today okay <laughs> No, no, they love me anyway, that. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Very, very much. Yeah, yeah, it was a pleasure. It was so nice, man. Thanks for having me. And I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I, I heard this the, your first podcast ever. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is. <laughs> I'm taking this title home. I hope home. it went well. <laughs> it went yeah. really well. I hope that people will enjoy it. Uh, what, what is your yeah, plan uh, so. for the near future saying from today what you're gonna do today and what you're planning to do now in this new season today uh i i'm going to coach because i i have classes today mm -hmm. and then i'm going to the gym with my girlfriend we are both going actually it's my first day in a while because we just yeah just went and just got subscribed to the gym now and yeah i'll do some things in the computer i'll, I'll work on my online course as well and nice and uh, i'll eat some pasta <laughs> uh, one other thing that we didn't i didn't finish we had to reset the call uh, so you are back training as i see on 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 uh, yeah. instagram how is it because mm -hmm. you're still not fully recovered but you're fucking moving like fucking gods again What's so, how is it, man? Like, how is this experience? Okay, so this is actually something I wanted to talk about when we were talking yeah. before. I forgot yeah. then, but it's like uh, I was saying, right? You can adapt to every situation and everything. So now that like, so okay, basically my leg is destroyed, <laughs> still destroyed. Mm -hmm. So after four surgeries, it's still not going good like all the ligaments and stuff are messed up inside, whatever. Uh, I started to train because I kind of got tired of it and I didn't know when I was going to get another surgery or even if I was going to get another surgery or whatever. So I started to train. And at the beginning, obviously, I was very careful and my leg was not responding properly. You know, I couldn't jump properly. So many steps, even the Kong or wherever were complicated. But after a while training, obviously it started to get stronger just by training parkour, just by training. 
So I started to see the muscle growing a little bit, just a little bit. And then the moves felt better and better. You know, you just got better while you train. You just get better while you train. So now I realize that my leg is still destroyed. The ligaments are not properly working. So many of my moves, moves are limited, but at the same time, all the muscles adapted so much that I can almost do most of the things I was doing before. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just crazy. Now, I, I obviously, it's, it's been just a, a, a little bit of time that I've been training, a, a couple of months or something. So it's like, I didn't try crazy things. I didn't try like crazy drops or whatever. But even with some drops that I did, you know, I don't have any pain, like the muscles are working, like everything is good. I don't get tired with the leg. So it's, it's, it's just crazy to see how the body adapts to everything, how the mind actually makes your body adapt to everything, you know? Nice. It's, it's just crazy, man. Cool. I believe, yeah. I believe that the body is also the mind, you know? I don't think it's only exactly, here. Yeah. I think that the mind is the whole body. And yeah, I, yeah. I can see that you're... Your mind is very, all the mind, the whole body yeah. mind is very intelligent and is adapting really well. Yeah. Yes, but you know, I, everyone is super happy to see that you're, you're coming back and do you still yeah, want to get uh, another surgery? You still want to, even though? Okay. So the thing is the way my knee is right now, uh, I should get a, another surgery because in the future, I mean, it shouldn't stay like this. You know, I have the patella really high because the tendon is really long mm -hmm. and crazy stuff like that. So it's it, everything, the things are not in place. Mm -hmm. So I should get another surgery. Yeah. Now it's, it, it's very hard to decide who will treat me and how, and you know, and, and also if I want to do it now, because it will be the same, you know, you get the surgery, then rehab and then surgery again. And now I'm back at training. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't like to do a surgery now. But at the same time, I should. But also, I don't know if doing it today is a good idea or in the future, you know. I don't have any pain now. So we'll see. We'll see with time. But yeah. Nice. Good. All right. Thank you very much, yeah. Foski. Miss you very much. Thank you, man. Can't yeah. wait to see you again, have some beers, get drunk and cry together like we've done in the past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you used to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. With 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 all the people from the events, that will be like legendary. Oh yeah, <laughs> they are still meeting. We just have to go. I I want to go to. I yeah. want to go to events soon. Yeah, and to meet yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. All the yeah. best to you and to Greta, and uh, I see you around. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. Let's keep in touch. See you, man. Good to see you. Ciao, ciao. I hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as I did. It was a pleasure talking to my man Foski. If you guys have any suggestions or anything, people you wanted me to talk to, hit me up. Don't forget to give it a five-star rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. Have a good week. PK for life.